welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share with you their positive business stories. And we publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications like the State Journal. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these positive success stories. Positively West Virginia is a project, a passion project of mine. I got tired of hearing West Virginia at the top of the bad list and at the bottom of the good list. And you guys know what I'm talking about. So I thought, what can we do to help move the needle just a little bit? One of the things I love to do is talk, about, uh, talk to people about their story, tell them those stories, especially their business story. That's why my team at Interaction Media started this podcast. We want to do our part to help tell the great business stories and help promote the great business people who are getting it done in our state. This week, we've got our first guest from Preston County, West Virginia. Uh, that's Hickory Ridge Farm. And they're a successful farming enterprise located in Independence, West Virginia, and their CEO, John Heyer. John, are you ready to get down to business? Yes, sir. All right, John. I'm so glad that you're on the podcast this week to talk about your organization. John Heyer is CEO of Hickory Ridge Farm, which is operated by the Preston County Workshop Incorporated, a nonprofit business located in Reedsville, West Virginia. Their 32-acre farm includes acorn, butternut, spaghetti, and yellow squash, also green beans, pumpkins, and tomatoes. Preston County Workshop employs people with and without disabilities and have approximately 45 employees that are trained to work on the farm for the entire season. Uh, the packaging facility is off-site at the Preston County Workshop, and that's used for grading, packaging, and short-term storage of the harvested produce and supplies that they grow there at Hickory Ridge Farm. John, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Yeah, I've started, uh, graduated from high school in 1971. After graduation, I went to Free Gospel Bible College, 71 to 74. I returned to my hometown and worked some local businesses. And then I got into management with Fiber. 2001 to, or 1983 to 2001. After I left there, I went to Yuga Boss for a year, returned back to West Virginia, and had an offer to work for Preston County Workshop. I accepted the offer as CEO, and I've been with Preston County Workshop from 2004 to 2018, still the director. Awesome, John. That's a, a, and I know a little bit about what your organization does is the is Preston County Workshop, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, but I'm really intrigued by this Hickory Ridge Farm Project. When did that get off the ground? That started uh, three years ago in 2015. Well, how did you get started in the agricultural business there uh, with at Preston County? And I, I'm kind of intrigued by this whole thing that you guys are doing. Well, we have a board member on our He's in the West Virginia Extension Service, Tom McConnell, and we was talking one day, and we told him that we had some land that we might be able to lease, and 
then we had some conversations regarding that, so we leased the land, and he helped us get started the first year with some seeds. And the first year, of course, was a horrible year for us because we were just learning how to grow the produce. So then Tom, we told him we had a building in the back set and empty, so then he figured we could be an aggregation hub for local farmers as well as for processing our own produce. What does that exactly mean? Tell, talk, talk to us about that. What it is is we have a large building that sets empty most of the time. So we put in a wash line. It was a manual wash line, and you wash, bring the squash in or whatever produce that someone wants us to wash for them. We bring it in. We wash it in two different bins. The last bin has a sanitate mixed with it to protect the product. Then we lay them onto a table. We dry them. And we put them back into a crate, and then we, the first year and last year, we put them under fans because we didn't have a cooler. So we took crates, straight plastic over it, took a piece of plywood, put a fan, big fan inside of it, put it up against it, pulled the plastic tight, and it sucks it tight and keeps the temperature about 55 degrees, which that's where squash needs to be to, to keep it from spoiling. So we did that, and this past year we got a grant to get a, a uh, 36 by 36 foot walk-in cooler that the temperatures will go down to 32 degrees or we can set them as high as 55 degrees. Hmm. Awesome. So, so I got to ask you, why squash? Well, because squash is a product that uh, we sell to a broker in Duffield, Virginia, and they sell it in the Appalachian area, and that's a product that is in high demand in stores because we're GAP certified, plus in two years we became organic certified, which that's a rare accomplishment for any farm to become organic certified in two years. And that's a great product that they have the high demand for sale. So that's why we took it on the first couple years. So you, you, you found a need that, uh, that folks had out there, and, and that was they there's a need for this, you know, acorn, butternut, spaghetti, yellow squash. And you guys are growing it and, and also acting as a, you know, a co-washing facility for other growers out there in the Preston County area. Yeah, we have the employees that, uh, we have the workforce that can go ahead and process those squash or beets or cabbage, whatever else anybody wants to bring into our facility. Excellent. And so your workforce that you mentioned, and, that, and obviously this is a, an extremely important thing, but a large percentage of those folks are, are workers with disabilities. Is that correct? Yes, sir. They have either intellectual or physical disabilities. Hmm. Awesome. So you're taking you know, folks who might be on the tax roll, and you're actually making them into taxpayers in a sense. Right, and we pay, pay all of our employees a minimum wage or above. That's great. And the good thing about the farm is they learn the whole process from beginning in. They learn how to uh, plant to get the fields ready for planting. They help plant the seeds in the field, and then they help take care of them during the growing season if we need to put fertilizer on or if we need to put insect killer on. And then they also pick the produce and package it up to bring back to the workshop, and then we put it inside and take care of the processing from there. That's beautiful. John, what would you say is your 30-second ele elevator pitch? If you could just whittle it down for 30 seconds for Hickory Ridge Farm. My elevator pitch would be that we have a large packing facility here that needs to be utilized 
for farmers in the area. It don't only have to be Preston County farmers. It could be Mon County, Marion County. We have the space. We have the labor to process and package their produce, put it into our cooler, and prepare it for shipment out to wherever it needs to go. Excellent. Well done. I think that was like 24 seconds, but perfectly done. <laughs> John, what would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for Hickory Ridge Farm right now? Just because we're able to grow a wide variety of products, and whenever the guys go out to pick that produce, you ought to see the expression on their face. Yeah, it's a lot of hard work, but when they see what we just have been able to grow with their help, it's quite amazing. We just picked yesterday over 2,000 sweet onions that we have back there drying under fans so that we can sell the sweet onions here in a couple weeks. Excellent. Excellent. As a CEO of the, of the organization, I mean, uh, especially getting a startup farm going, I mean, you guys have had to see, uh, a, a, it's been probably been a roller coaster ride, I would imagine, over the last couple of years. What was your What's been your worst business moment so far with Hickory Ridge Farm, especially? Uh, sometimes I think if, if we, if, if you can share that experience, our, our, our viewers and our, our listeners, I should say, can get a lot out of that, the, the lesson learned from your worst business moment. What would you say that, that would be, John? We have our lesson learned last year. We went out and picked Labor Day weekend 52 crates. They're four by four by three-foot-tall crates of squash. We brought them back to our facility. They all had to be washed, processed, and shipped out. Well, I was on vacation. Jeremy hires the operations manager. He didn't have enough help, and he wasn't watching, couldn't watch everybody, and they put number two squash in with number one. And Mona Townsend and I had to go to Duffield, Virginia, and take 26 pallets of 40-some cases of squash, open every one of them up, sort number twos from number one, because the only ones that they will sell is number one. So the lesson learned is you do a better job of sizing your squash and packaging it before it leaves here so that you don't have to spend hours and hours going back and, and doing it over and over. It was an expensive lesson, but we learned it quickly. Oh, my. It sounds like it's not, I was going to ask you what was your takeaway, but that's it right there. You just got to do it, right? Get it, uh, get it done. Yeah, we just got to do it right the first time. And it was new for us because, like you said, we had 52 pallets of it in there and that many squash, and you got to get them boxed up and get them out the door because they all had to go on a truck in a few days. And it was just labor intense and. And we really didn't understand the processing of it very well, but and, but it sounds like you, it, you know, the outcome was you guys got the got the job done. Yeah, we did. And then now we've got outlets with a couple other uh, operations that'll take our seconds of our squash and beets or whatever else that we're selling. John, let me ask you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by this whole concept that, that here we have, you know, a workshop facility uh, that. Is, you're, I'm assuming that you're a 501c3 organization. Yes, we are. Not for profit. And you guys are in the farming business, and, and you're growing this. I mean, it, uh, as you're describing it, I, I could see the workers out there. I could see the expressions on their face going, wow, look at this. Look what we just did, right? Is this a model uh, around the state of West Virginia that's being employed by other uh, community rehabilitation type programs, um, or, is, or are you guys alone in this? It's, it's not. It's us right now. It's 
they should be doing it. I mean, we've had different discussions at some of our meetings, and I told them that this is this is the way to go, but none of them has uh, taken on that responsibility yet. Yep. Now, is uh, is the Department of Agriculture in West Virginia aware of what you guys are doing pretty much, too, or no? Yeah, they are. Awesome. That, that's that's very cool. John, let me ask you, you know, you're, you're, you're doing business here in West Virginia. What do you think is the best thing about doing business in West Virginia? It's because we are growing produce that we can also sell locally to schools, to the Challenge Academy, to grocery stores, to restaurants, which we did a lot of that last year. And we're hoping to expand on that because we're looking at the possibility of getting some more land so that we can expand the operation and also looking at to get a grant hopefully down the road to get a commercial kitchen where we can process the product that we grow and make it a value-added product and easier sell to schools, restaurants, grocery stores, and so on as a package prepared product. All they got to do is take it home or cook it. That's awesome. I mean, that that's very cool. You know, we talk about, um, you talked about the, the worst business moment, and that was a very vivid <laughs> scenario that you outlined for us. What would you say is, has been your best business moment so far? Well, the best business moment is, like I said, you know, the guys are learning a skill, not just not just getting a paycheck. They are learning an actual skill that they could take and leave this workshop and go to work for farmers in the local area because they already have the knowledge of how to plant them, how to take care of them during the grow season exactly, and the harvesting and washing them and everything. Yeah, yeah it's a skill set. Yeah, absolutely. So I mentioned that you know you have approximately forty-five employees. I pulled that from your website. Uh, how many how many folks do you guys uh, employ right now? They're completely at the Preston County Workshop, and how many at the farm? We actually have 51 total employees. Some of them are part-time because based on their Social Security check, they can only work so many hours. And at the farm average, depending on what we're doing, when we're planting, we have four to six, and then harvesting, you might have eight or ten, and then you know the processing in the back takes a lot. But we've got a grant now to get an automated wash line, which that'll help in several different ways. We have a wash line, we have the cooler, and if anybody wants to use our wash line, they can rent the use of our wash line, which is more automated than we had in the past two years, and we have cooler space that they can rent off of us. We're already renting cooler space for one business for their carrots, and they're in there right now. So the opportunity is there for people really to utilize this workshop as a processing hub and a distribution center for their product that they want to sell. I love it. It, it, I love when when, it, when somebody has a vision and can see that and, and really fill a need. You're solving multiple problems right now, and I, I think that's very admirable. I want to, uh, John, I want to take a quick break and just mention some of our incredible sponsors that we have on the show uh, for Positively West Virginia. The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like in Preston County and Hickory Ridge Farm and John Heyer. All right, John, let's get back to it. What, you know, I spoke about vision there a minute 
a minute ago, and it sounds like you guys are doing some really amazing things right now. What is the vision for your organization long term? As far as Hickory Ridge Farm? Yes. To expand that business to be able to occupy more land and plant more vegetables. Uh, We're also going to be maybe working with some other local businesses in the area to see if we can get them to come aboard to uh, be a part of this operation. Not only for us, the co-ops in the area that are farmers, they can all be a part of this. We're not here just to do this standalone. We need our vision is to make it grow as big as we can with our employees and other entities, too. Hmm. The power of collaboration is pretty amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. John, what's one piece of advice that you would give to young people, or maybe it's an entrepreneur, maybe it's another type of um, agricultural business or a farming entity? What's one piece of advice you would give to young people that are thinking about getting into this and starting out? just don't give up the first year <laughs> because it, it is it is a you got to be dedicated to for many years to see the results we had one farmer just as an example last year she planted a half acre of squash she read somewhere where she was going to make eleven thousand dollars profit off of that squash which you have to have everything exactly perfect to do that and so she didn't make very much money, so she opted out of the farming business. You just got to hang in there, and it, several years, you'll see the results. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you, John. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Just working with our employees, uh, you know, and just trying to stay on top of everything and make sure that they have the tools that they need to do the jobs that they're doing. Excellent. What's one resource you use in your in your business that you just can't live without? The the free advertisements, basically the free publicity that we get from you and the other uh, organizations and newspapers, TVs. I mean, without their support and help, we would not be successful. And the ones that contribute monetarily donations to this organization. Yeah, excellent. So you mentioned you have, uh, you know, grant opportunities uh, as a nonprofit. I think that's uh, that's really important uh, for organizations and the mission that you're serving. Um, I was just curious, you know, how, what are some of the other um, some of the other lines of business that the, the Preston Workshop uh, is involved in? We have several businesses. Like for here at the workshop, we we manufacture actually process all superior fibers, furnace, air conditioning, filters. We package them five days a week and send them out to their customers from this facility. We also have a large woodworking room that we fabricate pallets, create specialty items for businesses. We have uh, a large lawn care that we do lawn care for 30, at least 30 individuals and businesses. We have two custodian contracts, well, actually more than that now. We have four custodian contracts. One at Camp Dawson, we do all of the common areas. At Camp Dawson, we also have I-68 Welcome Center. We have Matthews Bronze in Kingwood that we do custodian work for, Division Rehabilitation Services in Morkintown, DHHR in Morkintown, and uh, then we also have a large greenhouse operation here that we started five years ago. We got a grant through Division Rehabilitation Service started greenhouse. It has expanded so much that we need to add another greenhouse because we sell vegetable plants, uh, 
hanging baskets, lots of flowers, anything that anybody wants to buy from a greenhouse, we sell it at this facility. That's great. Well, and not only is it you know, excellent quality product, but it's also uh, you guys have an incredible mission that you're doing there and helping train and employ people with disabilities, which is awesome. Exactly. John, what, one of the questions I love to ask people is, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or business people? What's one book you would recommend? I'm really not sure on that. I mean, we get some, we have a, I have a executive magazine that comes, uh, West Virginia puts out this executive magazine that has entrepreneurs in it that's really good. Yeah. Great. Excellent. John, if you could meet anybody in our state who could possibly help grow your company, who would it be? It would probably be the Commissioner of Agriculture in Charleston. Kent Leonhart? Yes, sir. Yeah. You've not met him yet? I, I met him briefly at a uh, conference, but he's not been to our facility to see the amazing work that we do. Well, he's a great guy, and uh, I will do my best to make that connection as well. That's one thing that we're that we're really proud of here at Positively West Virginia is the connections we're helping to make uh, from people on the show and, and the people that they would like to get introduced to. So we'll see what we can do on that for sure. Um, I really, uh, I think that he would be very uh, interested in what you guys are doing. I wanted to ask you, you, you talked about all the, the, the lines of business that the Preston Workshop is uh, involved in. Um, are there? Um, are you a United Way agency up there in Preston County? Yes, we are. And United Way <clears throat> was the one that just awarded us the uh, grant this year to buy our more automated wash line. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, John, I mean, we've covered a lot of ground here in a short amount of time. Is there anything that I missed that you think would be important to to our listeners and our, and our readers? Just you know, a lot of people don't realize. I think a lot of people get the perception that if you work at a workshop like ours, they used to be called sheltered workshops. They're now, most of them have gone away. They're regular businesses. We can do the same quality work that any business in the public can do. And we we do it with pride. We make sure our work is done on time and the products gets delivered on time. And the work is of quality that is comparable to any business in the state of West Virginia. I love it. And, and like I said, my hat's off to you. I think what you're doing is is not only needed in the community, but it's also a very noble cause that you're serving as well. So my hat's off to you. I'm, I'm proud of the work that you guys are doing. I, I know that uh, I'm, you know, we're conducting this interview. I'm, I'm in Morgantown. You're in Preston County. We're not that far away, but I've heard many many things of just very positive things about the Preston workshop over the years and the last couple of decades so you guys are doing it right and I appreciate your service to the community for sure John what's in closing how can our listeners and our readers learn more about you what's the best way for them to to learn more about uh, what you're doing at the farm and in and more about Preston workshop what's the best way for them to do that we have a web page which is www.pcsworkshop.com. We also have a Facebook account, Preston County Workshop, uh, and you know those two are the main ways that they can uh, gain more information. And they can stop by the workshop and take a tour of the quality, see the quality of work that we actually do. If they want a tour 
Hickory Ridge Farms, we'd be happy to give them a tour of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I would like to do that myself. Like I said, we're just a, a few minutes away, so uh, sometime soon um, I would love to, to come up there and visit with you as well. And my hat's off to you. Like I said, I, I think all of our listeners will agree that uh, the mission you're serving is, is very much needed and appreciated. So thank you for being on the show. I appreciate your time. Hey, we thank you for the uh, time that you've given us. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like John Heyer and Hickory Ridge Farm and the Preston Workshop, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you all by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And I just want to give a shout out to all the folks that have been giving us positive encouragement uh, on our Facebook page, uh, on our social media channels in general, uh, on our notes and letters that are coming in. We really appreciate it. It's uh, it's a, it's positive reinforcement like that that keeps us going on behalf of our entire positively west virginia team until next time i'm your host jim matuga